This is the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reid and Luke Moulton. This show is lovingly put together for small business owners by small business owners to get practical ideas about attracting more customers more often. So, if you're serious about building your business, strap in for the ride. Now, here's your hosts, Tim and Luke. Lucky, lucky, lucky. How are you, Timbo? Very well. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, mate. Lukey, it's sad, but it's happy. We're in different rooms. <laughs> yes, uh, it is both sad and happy, Timbo. <laughs> Depends how you look at it. <laughs> hey, listeners, welcome back to Small Business Big Marketing, the show where Lukey and I, I am Timbo, we try to make marketing simple for the small business owner, I reckon, Luke. We sure do, Timbo, and um, doing doing our podcast a little bit differently today. We are, thanks to Flying Solo, yes. the home base for everyone who is a solopreneur. Solopreneur, small business person, um, basically anyone looking for some inspiration and guidance on the small business, obviously apart yeah. from listening to this podcast, Timbo. Correct, and mate, we are doing it a bit differently for, for a number of reasons, but the major difference is that we are doing this podcast over Skype. Luke's at his home office, and yeah, I'm at my office. I'm at my little shack in the woods. <laughs> if only they could see it. <laughs> if only they could see it, Lukey. It's like a bunker. It's yeah. the, it is somewhere it will be good for the nuclear holocaust. <laughs> Come on, it's not, it's not that bad. <laughs> no, it's not actually. It's pretty good, mate. Self-made too. Indeed. <laughs> Love it. So, yeah, we are. We're doing, it from, um, we're doing it from our own individual offices, and we're doing that for a number of reasons. We want to make sure you know, going forward that... You know, we can be podcasting from anywhere and not just in a studio where we have often done the majority of our podcasts. And in fact, today's show is all about, um, we're going to lift the lid, we're going to look under the hood, Lugie, on how you and I go about podcasting and why we podcast. This yeah. is no holes barred. Yeah, we're going to step through the process of, of how we do it. Uh, we're not necessarily saying it's, um, it's best <laughs> practice, but it, it, has, it has worked for us. Um, Speaking of best practice, it's not. I mean, clearly, the way we do it is not best practice, although I don't know what best practice is. However, we are going to get a fellow on by the name of Ravenscraft. I'm just trying to give his first name. Cliff. Yep. Cliff Ravenscraft. And he goes by the title Podcast Answer Man. And he's going to be on in about a month's time. He, and um, He's the podcast guru. We have actually mentioned, <laughs> mentioned him in uh, a previous episode. Yeah, we have. He, he's the podcaster's podcaster. He sure is. He he's, sure the, is. he's the De Niro of podcasting. He's actually <laughs> he's inspired you too, Timbo, I believe. Well, he has. I mean, Cliff's the guy who's got um, a bit of a, a podcast network happening where he does a number of podcasts about a variety of different topics, unrelated topics. And uh, I did touch on the fact last show, uh, revealed to you, Lukey, that I did have a new lover and you showed no care whatsoever. <laughs> that, that, that new lover um, will be uh, launching a podcast with me um, I reckon it's probably still a week away. We'll talk about that um, a little bit more about how I've gone bringing that together because it'll be all part of how we podcast. But, mate, before we get stuck into 
um, lifting the lid on how we go about podcasting. What's on your mind, Luke? Is there anything in particular that you'd like to share? <laughs> Timbo, I've, I've had lots on my, my mind the last uh, the last week or two. Um, well, hey, by the way, before... <laughs> sorry, I, sorry to interrupt because I never do that. Yeah, um, no. I'm, I'm doing this from my office and I have... Next to my office is a kitchenette and next to the kitchenette is the ladies' toilets, right? Right. And there's a tap either in the kitchen or the ladies' toilets, and I can't figure out which one because I never go into the kitchenette. Um, or, or, but, or the ladies' toilets. That was the joke, Luke. Um, sorry. Um, <laughs> never explain your comedy, Luke. Never explain it. But, but every now and then someone turns this tap on, and honestly it sounds like a train is pulling out of the station. And so that's the joys of not doing it in a studio. So instead of just instead of pausing, we'll just work through it, Lukey. We will work through it, and, and that's that's the beauty of podcasting, Timbo. It doesn't doesn't have to be uh, doesn't have to be perfect, and certainly most of our regular listeners will know that um, our audio isn't always spot on. We've certainly had some complaints in the past, and uh, we do apologise for that. But um, yes. Like uh, like a lot of things that you and I have learnt, Timbo, in the last twelve months, it's really about um, it's about getting content out there, not being perfect. Yeah, oh, big time. Get it out there. Forget the Hollywood productions and forget about making it perfect because it will stop you from doing good things in your marketing. There's no doubt about it, Lukey. I'm actually really enjoying not having you in the same room. <laughs> Why is that? Because sometimes when we're doing a show together, well, sometimes when, when we do a show together in the same room, you get cross at me and you give me these looks and you also your body language sometimes makes me nervous. Really? Yeah, no, well, you know, I'm, ex- I'm exaggerating for, you know, our do, studio audience. Do, do you want to open up and tell me how you really feel? Um, that's it. That's it. But, but um, I don't care. You can get as angry as you like and you can frown at me and you can look at me as if to say, you seriously are a bit of a dick for what you just said. And I will never know. Well, given that we're over, that we are doing this over Skype, I can actually just um, just uh, send you a, 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 a <laughs> chat a chat message instead of uh, alerting the listeners to my chagrin. You could yeah, you could send your chagrin by way of an emoticon. Yes, that's <laughs> a good idea. Yeah, like the little green guy who gets cross and has steam rising from his forehead. There we go. How's that? Anyway, mate. Oh, there, there you go. <laughs> hey, what's on your mind? You were going. I interrupted, but now you hand over to you. What's on your mind? Oh, a couple of things, Tim. I've um, I've been trying some uh, doing a bit of Facebook paper click. Stuff as well as LinkedIn, um, and look as I've said before, it's certainly early days with LinkedIn um, and and Facebook. But compared to Google AdWords, I've really found the the results um, fairly disappointing, uh, to, to be honest. And, and maybe look, that might be my offering. Um, Facebook, in terms of click through rates, has been uh, pretty good, and, and certainly also in terms of cost, uh, has been pretty good. Um, but um, in terms of conversions, so far, fairly average, fairly average. Um, another, a, another thing, Timbo, uh, and I'm not sure if um, people who listen to this show and who also follow me on Twitter may or may not have noticed, I, I've been, I've been um, basically not using social media. During, during the day, I will sort of have, a, have an evening uh, over my phone, but... Just, just for my productivity, I, I, I don't have a. I used to always have a Twitter um, app open on my 
on yep. the MacBook. Um, you did? Closed it. Um, because I just find I keep flicking over to it, reading. I'll click on a link, I'll go and read something, and, you know, bang, there goes 5, 10, 15 minutes. So. Yeah, and I reckon and that's, that would be part of the life cycle of one's involvement in social media, and I think there's nothing wrong with it. And I think you and I have both been there where, you know, you, you, you do, you have it open, and it's just part of your day-to-day, and it does, it zaps your productivity because you're constantly replying and engaging with others, whereas um, I think you can reduce the, what they call the social media anxiety by actually just... Um, knowing that you're going to go there of an evening or you're going to go there at some point in your day and reply to those people that have wanted to engage with you and may have asked a question or put a comment or something. And it just doesn't have to be instantaneous. It's that instantaneous nature of social media that causes anxiety, I reckon. Yeah, I, th- I think. Um, uh, look, there may be there may be sort of an interim solution whereby you, you close you close a window that shows all the people that you're following, so you don't um, necessarily pick up on something someone's tweeted and mm. follow a link that they've they've um, put out there. And maybe you just have a um, a window open that's um, that's people that are that are direct messaging you or mentioning you. Um, I know I, I've certainly got a. Um, uh, an app set up on my iPhone, which will notify me when someone mentions mentioned my uh, Twitter name, mm-hmm. or when they direct message me. So it's certainly there's certainly the ability to maintain the connection there. But I, I think the what's, main, that, what is, what's that app? Uh, I use an app called Boxcar. Um, oh, you love your Boxcar. <laughs> I've, as you know, Tim, I've also set up Boxcar so it notifies me when money goes into my PayPal account, and that's very Ch-ch-ch- very Ch-ch-ch- exciting. Um, yeah, so that that um, that is set up so that uh, I, I know when someone wants to speak with me or, or mentions me. But um, I find the main distraction is just all the people that I follow. So, yeah, yeah. Anyway. No, I hear you, mate. I hear you. Hey, um, can I tell you? You know how we talked about Jetstar and told you that funny story on the last show about Jetstar and the at Jetstar Twitter handle. Yeah. So um, if you haven't listened to the previous show, listeners, um, at Jetstar is a bloke, young bloke in England who has the Twitter handle Jetstar. Um, so don't bother him. But um, you would think it would be the Australian airline, but it's not. Um, but Virgin Blue, did you... Oh, you got the tweet too, I Luke. did. Yeah. <laughs> How funny was that? It, it was great. So Virgin Blue have come through and said, well, you know, they must have listened to the show or seen a tweet about it, whatever, and said, basically, I, I can't remember what it said, can you? But it was something like, you know, we are active... We are active on Twitter. Um, just check us out. And I've, I've gone back and had a look at the timeline of their tweets of the last 24 hours, and they've got a great thing happening on Twitter. They're really um, conversational with their followers and sorting out customer complaints, having a bit of a laugh, sending information. It, it, they are they're living the Twitter dream, Lurkey. They are. It's funny too, Timbo, um, after that last uh, podcast episode, I... Um tweeted to Westpac, which is an Australian, one of the big Australian banks, um, because I was, uh, it took me about 15 to 20 minutes to to cash an international check, and I said, uh, I was just saying, Westpac, please make um, banking international checks quicker. I'm holding a lot of people up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did they come back to you? They did, almost immediately. So, right. um, but that, that's oh. really interesting from Virgin Blue. Obviously, they're, they're probably monitoring um, their competitors' uh, feeds or keywords. Uh, which is a, an interesting media monitoring strategy. It is. Anyway. Well, so they bloody should. 
Yeah. I mean, it's there. It's there for the taking. I know when I used to work in a large advertising agency, clients paid tens of thousands of dollars a month to have to follow their, you know, when they got mentioned in the press or, you know, get that newspaper cutting or get that news report from the local TV or whatever. Now it's just, it's bloody free. Yeah, well, to a degree. Yeah. Ish. Free-ish. Ish. Well, social media monitoring is free. That's right. Timbo, uh, enough about me. Uh, what about um, what do you think of me? No, what um, what's been on your mind? What's on my mind? You're you, you're always on my mind, Lugie. Oh, it's lovely. Just wondering how you're feeling about things generally. <laughs> and, oh, we're recording, aren't we? Yes, we are. Um, look, what's on my mind? I have spent an inordinate amount of time um, over the last few days getting to know Aweber which is the autoresponder software that you and I use for small business, big marketing. And um, I'm going to spend a lot more time getting to know it because it's untapped gold. It's, it's this whole autoresponder area. Uh, and I would imagine many of our listeners don't know what we're talking about because it's kind of geek talk, isn't it? But all, all it is is basically um, a bit of software which costs $19 a month, Aweber, um, that allows you to manage your list and to send um, auto-responses to them via email on a, on a predetermined timescale. Is that a good way of putting it? Yeah. I, I, so basically, Aweber is a, an email marketing application that's web-based. Um, uh, we probably, we, we, I think we've talked before about list building. Yeah. Um, so when you have a sign-up form on your website, it might be to sign up to one of your email lists, um, to uh, your monthly newsletter or to a report. Anyway, um, Aweber is a system that um, basically records that email address into a database. And they have uh, an autoresponder section in their application that then lets you send automatically send um, a sequence of emails to someone after they've signed up. So like, like we do on smallbusinessbigmarketing.com, when someone signs up to receive 52 free marketing ideas, one per week for a whole year, Timbo. They do. Um, we have a system that basically uh, we, we've got all the emails in there and, and all the chapters of your book, Cha-Ching. Um, so once someone signs up, uh, basically it's just automated. One, one, every week or every seven days from when you sign up. Yeah. And it's, it's brilliant. And, and what we hadn't done, and this is, you know, in the spirit of transparency, um, our autoresponder email that was going out every single week to anyone who had subscribed to Aweber was um, the same message, you know. Hi, it's Tim and Luke here again. Here's the next chapter from my book. Um, enjoy it. Um, and that was purely because I remember a few months ago when we set that up, it was like, like let's just set it up. Yeah. Instead of waiting to get it perfect. And then, of course, you know, things get in the way and you don't get around to making it perfect. And that's what I did on the weekend, which was go back and rewrite every single one of those emails so that they're personalised. Well, well, yes, they're actually, they are personalised because it'll always put the first, insert the first name. But it also talks, touches on the specific idea that we cover in the chapter. Yeah. And um, also gives us the opportunity to alert our listeners and, well, in, in this case, the people who have subscribed to our list to other parts of our business, whether it be, you know, a spotlight that we do or the academy or an upcoming course um, or a reminder that we're on Facebook. So, you know, it's now getting to be, you know, having made those changes, it's just, it just becomes so much more personal and what a great way to communicate. 
Yeah, look, there's all. I don't know what the stats are off the top of my head, but there's certainly stats, Timbo, about um, how many times you have to be in contact or touch points. I think Timbo is the ah, yes, answer, yes, uh, with, with a customer before they buy, and, and certainly in terms of um, in, in terms of email marketing and autoresponders and, and connecting with customers via email. It's usually after six or seven. Uh, connections with, via email that someone will then will then purchase from you. So autoresponders is a fantastic way instead of instead of trying to come up with um, new information mm. to send to your list every week or every, every month. Um, you know, it lets you automate that automate that content and send people uh, new new subscribers content that you've already sent out to other people that they haven't yeah. seen. So yeah, and I was talking to. Uh, James Shramko today, Lukey, and we were talking about um, the autoresponder sequence that we'll be setting up for our new show. You okay? I can talk about this? Yep. Okay. It's okay, Lukey. Hold my hand, or my virtual hand anyway. But you're back with us? Yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. We'll quiver in the voice. Um, and and Grohl, you just was talking um, lots of stuff, really, we were talking about, but golden rule of email marketing is um, if you're going to send someone an email via an autoresponder, that they should be better off having opened it. Yeah, I think... Nice, nice bit of advice. Definitely. If you go back to a previous episode with the Market Samurai guys... Um, yeah. Or I don't... It was one of the earlier ones. was. Um, Eugene... Explained it very well. Um, he explained um, email marketing like having having a bank account. Um, when you send out when you're sending out emails, make sure you're you're putting more money in, making more deposits than you are withdrawals. In other words, uh-huh. giving giving your giving your customers or your potential customers um, more valuable information, um, and and then every so often do a do try and sell to them. So make a withdrawal. You, you know where that comes from. You know where that comes from. Um, Stephen Covey, Seven Habits of Highly Effective People, or whatever that's called. He talks about the emotional bank account. And you've got to, um, as as business owners who are there, who are out there trying to market their business, you've got to make um, deposits. You've got to start by making lots of deposits into your emotional bank or the emotional bank account which is the relationship between you and your prospect. And then once you reckon you've got enough deposits in there, you can start making the odd withdrawal, but you've always got to stay in the black. Yeah. Hey? Yeah. That's as about as intellectual as this show gets, Luke. <laughs> yeah. That is intellectual stuff right there. That's <laughs> uh, a, a, a good tip, though, for email marketing for sure. Hey, um, now, we, uh, we've got a lot to cover, and we haven't even started, so we better get stuck in. Now, before we get stuck into lifting the lid on how we go about podcasting and why we do it, um, we are going to go from the intellectual to, I was going to say spiritual, but, yeah, he is. He's a spiritual kind of guy, Chippy Richards. Do you remember Chippy from episode 21? Sure do. The lovely Chippy and- Richards. The lovely, the, the brother Chip, I call him. Yeah. Guys, if you haven't listened to episode 21, go back and have a listen. It's called Finding Balance and Passion in Your Small Business. Now, Chippy is a mate um, of mine of many years. He is previously the coach of the Australian Olympic ski team. Um, and this is a guy who can, mo- he could motivate a sloth. <laughs> <laughs> He could, he could tell a sloth to walk faster and he could. I don't think sloths walk, they climb, but he could. And he just has this innate ability to get inside people's hearts and to find the, the space and the love in them that motivates them to do the stuff they love, yeah? 
and he came on and he shared some absolute gold with us. Um, and in fact, he didn't only just share gold with us um, in the in the public interview he did, but there's an exclusive interview that he did um, for members of our academy, uh, which is absolute gold as well. So Chippy is kind of the, he's kind of the, he's the Deepak Chopra of um, small business big marketing. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm going to position him. Yeah, all the Tony Robbins. Well, he's a bit of a mix, isn't he? Because he, he, he's the Yank. He is a Yank, although he lived in Australia for about 16 years. Um, and he's just a damn good guy. Now, Chippy has a program called Moving Mountains. And it's an online program uh, that I did last year with him. And he's running it again this year. And it is... Well, he's going to explain it. Basically, we're going to cut to Chippy. In an, this is an interview I did with him a few days ago. And he was just telling us, um, giving us an update on what this Moving Mountains thing's all about and makes a very, very special and kind and loving offer to our listeners. So um, without going into it too much, let's go and hear what Chippy's got to say. So, Chippy, you tell me, you launch in, mate, and tell us about um, what you what, what is Moving Mountains. Well, Timbo, Brother Timbo, Moving Mountains is a 33-day journey. It's a hero's journey into your true self. It uh, came from the scientific research that says that it takes up to around 30 days to really genuinely make or break or change or establish a habit. And after spending uh, years and years working with different people of highly aspirational aims, trying to make changes, trying to achieve things, and uh, realizing that this is really true, that change is a, takes practice, that it has to be something that is uh, done physically and mentally, emotionally. It has to come through our whole being when okay. we want to make a genuine shift in our life. So you're talking uh, we, about people... I mean, really what you're talking about is people who are... I guess it's people who are stuck, maybe stuck in the moment, wanting to make some genuine shift in any aspect of their, of their life and in regards to, you know, our listeners, their businesses. Yeah, big time. It's, it's, it's kind of based on the reality that I think a lot of us this day and age are living probably 90% in reaction. You know, we've got so many obligations and so many responsibilities and so many pressures pulling us this way and that. And, and particularly young entrepreneurs or older entrepreneurs with, hey, with a, careful. you know, with an aim. No, no, uh, <laughs> no offense, buddy. Yeah. Uh, uh it, Moving Mountains gives people an opportunity to kind of clear the slate and get very clear inside and out about what this year holds for them. Wow, so that, that sounds so very cool. Yeah, and to kind of set a really clear vision and then to kind of integrate that vision into every aspect of who they are so that when they move out of the program, as, as they move into the year, they really know that they're coming from their true center. They're kind of lined up with their true north. So what, and what the thinking behind that is, is it, is it kind of as simple as do what you love and the rest will come? Well, it's a little bit. It's, it, that's, that's, that's part of it for sure. Um, you know, I think it's one of the gifts of the program is to pull people off the treadmill just slightly enough to see a bigger picture for, for who they are and, 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 and why they're here and, um, and to line them up with their greatest passions and their their highest sense of of purpose because i think a lot of people do things and endure things that they don't really like uh because they think they have to do that in order to get the thing that they really like and what i've discovered is that you know the 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 clearest and most direct and most empowered path to actually 
enjoying our life is to is to be immersed in that which we totally love and are passionate about. Yep. Yep. So. Tell me, uh, what can people expect if they sign up to 33 days? I assume that the whole thing's recorded, so if you can't if you can't make a particular session, which would be ideal, but if you can't, the full, the whole thing's recorded. Absolutely, and you know, last year we uh, when we launched the program, we launched it to people in over 12 different countries, and um, it was an amazing journey. But we were so keen to give value that we that it was like a it was like a university degree back to the 33 days. <laughs> And this year, we're really conscious of the fact that people are stretched, and so we've we've honed it in a little bit to to really be accessible to even the busiest guy. And um, and but even so, the whole program is recorded. It's primarily video, and but then every day of the program, you receive a lesson, and it's either a lesson with myself or with one of our many international guest presenters. Man, that I'm, all looking, share- I'm looking at your list. You got 28 lessons. You've got a weekly live group webinar. You've got 10 international guests. You've got a global forum, opportunity for one-on-one coaching. This is a serious program. This is not like oh, a, uh, this is not a one-stop, uh, everything will change in a day type stuff, is it? No, that's right. It's the, kind of like a boot camp for the mind, body, spirit. And it, what it does is we, we move through... Uh, each week is a different fundamental theme. We have week one, we focus on the body. We look at how we breathe, how we eat, how we move, what, you know, what... What can you do to look after your body to line up with your greatest business aims, your, with your greatest family aims? You know, and then week two we look into the the mind, the power of the subconscious mind, and how to actually genuinely build a mindset around our highest visions. Week three we shift into the heart and look at the the, the scientific research around the power of our emotional field, mm-hmm. and then we kind of anchor it all in in week four with uh, look into the energy or spirit and kind of help people kind of create a little bit more of that Zen space in their everyday life. And then last few days are all around integration. And then each, each week we've got two or three guest presenters that are just basically the world's top thinkers in those different fields. And so they're, they're sharing amazing wisdom. That's really designed not to just be giving you concepts and ideas, but actually to, to give you a genuine practice that you can build into your life. Chippy, we did, uh, Lukey and I did um, some research. We did a survey monkey on our listeners and we got hundreds of responses. Basically, we were trying to find out what we should be doing uh, this year to give value to our listeners, what they'd like to hear about, what topics they'd like covered. What, and one of the questions was, what, what's the biggest issues they're experiencing in their business in regards to marketing their business and promoting the business? And number one uh, issue, uh, putting aside actually money, was time was time and you know that says to me no surprises there but people about it was about people clearing the decks and finding concerted you know clear time to actually make change in their business and to me just hearing you talk about moving mountains it's a it sounds it's a lot about clearing that emotional and headspace so that even if you know you have you've only got a certain amount of hours in the day you know if you do the moving mountains program you're going to be in a better headspace to be able to actually take on more things? Oh, man, I can guarantee that you will save weeks out of your coming year. Of, that's, that's a big guarantee. Yeah, yeah it's, I, I stand by it, man. Because, um, you know, I mean, I guess we're all given the same amount of hours in the day. And, and, and you all know there's certain people you see and you think, man, that guy, how does he get done what he gets done? And, and just do it with such a cool state of being, you know, without, without feeling stretched or whatever. And what I discovered really early on with the athletes that I worked on and with is that, you know, when we 
take time, even just a little time, to come to our real center and to clear that space, to kind of run that comb through, through our, all those random and often debilitating thoughts and feelings that we have, then we approach everything in our life from a different space. And it's suddenly we, like we got Jedi vision for our life, and we know the things that we need to do and the things that we don't. And, you know, out of that list of 10 things that you're supposed to do, there's, there's probably two that are going to make the very, very most difference. And if anything, I noticed last year, the people that did the program um, have made incredibly profound decisions around their life that have dictated their life and, and opened up new pathways in their life in ways that, that I, I didn't even predict when we started the program last year. You never can predict what's going to happen with something like this, can you? It really takes, it grows, a lot, becomes a life of its own. Yeah, that's, that's true. So it's a, it's a ton of fun and uh, it's, it's um, you know, basically we call for people to give 20 to 40 minutes a day. The lessons get right in, right to the core. So you're not, you know, it's, it's, you don't have to, um, you don't have to schedule three hours of your day. But what we find is that more often than not, as people get into the practice and get into it, more space and more time opens up in their day for them to actually experience it. So it's, okay. it's pretty That's cool, mate. Well, tell me about, um, so in terms of people actually going and registering for Moving Mountains, they can go to smallbusinessbigmarketing.com forward slash mm for Moving Mountains. And um, we'll put that link on our show notes and on our website as well, Chippy. Um, what's it cost and when's it start? So we've got, it's the, I mean, one of the great things about this, as, as you know, being the internet master yourself is that, um, you know, I think to run a program like this and to pull together the guest presenters that we've got, uh, it is, this, this would be, a, this would cost a few thousand dollars to experience live, but we can do it and we can blast it out to people all around the world really for a fraction of that. So the, the full price of the program is 330 bucks. So it's basically a coffee and a donut for, uh, for, for a month. That's, you know, that's the lesson I gather. Uh, no, no, this is, that's for the whole program. $330 that's, that's yep. for the program. It's, it is, it's crazy, but, um, we want to make it accessible. We want it to be really easy for people to do. And, uh, so that, because what I see is that the more people light up this way, the better it gets for everybody, you know? Yep. Um, so we've actually got an early bird special that will run until the 12th of February. So I think, you know, listeners listening here have a few days, and that's that's $220. So it's 33% savings on, on the already incredible deal. So um, Okay. That's brilliant. When does it start? When's, it the, start, first, when's the first uh, the, lesson? First lesson starts on the 22nd of Feb, but the first live call, it really kicks off. We kind of have a little bit of a base camp preparation for those first few days, and it really kicks in on the 26th of February. And Chippy, um, given the nature of podcasting, um, it goes out and people consume it in their own time. There may well be people who are listening to this after the 22nd of Feb and going, gee, I would love to do that. Don't want to wait till 2012. Yeah. Is, is, is that possible? So absolutely. Uh, first, in two ways, I'd say, you know, if you're hearing this around around the start, you know, even up until the um, the first week in March, jump in, you'll catch up quite easily. And um, and that's not an issue. And the other reality is that a lot of people I noticed last year um, 
found their own pace. So they began the program and they really got into it. But then they like to, some people like to sit on a lesson and drift on it for a few days and then go on to the next one. And a lot of people revisit the lessons throughout the year. So um, whenever you're here in this, it's probably the right time for you. And so I definitely invite you to, uh, to, to dive in and come join us on the path. Love it, brother. That's great. Love it. And I reckon uh, I'll be on it. I will be on it. I'll try and bring Lukey along. Always bring hard. Him. Always hard. You know, uh, he'll resist it on many he levels. Will. Yes. Um, and it's one of those things, you know, he, he may think he's too big for it, Chippy. I think, and he may be, Luke may be one human who is, but I think, I think he needs to be in there. And, uh, I will, uh, Luke, I will be coming down with my backpack to your house yeah. myself if I need to. And, uh, Correct. And, and bringing you on the path. Yeah, yeah, that's right, mate. Well, um, thanks so much for sharing that with our listeners. And guys, um, I think you'd be said it all. You'd be you'd be silly not to give it a go, particularly at um, you know that's a lot of value. That's a lot of value. I know oh, how good it is, and uh, I know your work, and it, it's it's golden stuff. So thanks, mate. Absolutely, brother. It is. It's a it's a real special journey, a special gift, and I uh, look forward to sharing it with everyone who feels the call. Chip Richards. Thanks, buddy. All right. Lukey. Timbo. You know how I say, you reckon I use it? What, what am I going to say? What's that saying I use too much? Uh, bring, a, bring a tear to a glass eye. That's right. Exactly. <laughs> now, how was that? that was what about a, Chip? Yeah, absolutely beautiful. No, he's, he's a... He's a lovely guy and certainly would... Um, if people are looking to find a bit more meaning and to... Um, Certainly find out what they really want to do in terms of their, the aspects of their business. I'd certainly recommend that one. I would be all over that. There, there is um, very little downside and a huge upside. And, and, the, and importantly, every single one of those sessions is recorded and you've got it forever. Uh, and I've still got the stuff you did last year. Um, and, I, look, I, I just think do it. I mean, often we talk about, you know, you've got to do what well, we don't often talk about. But, you know, we go and buy courses on, you know, how to use Twitter for business or how to, you know, do SEO or how to write better copy. This is a course with a difference, and I think it's a course that everyone everyone really should do, um, and you, you'll, be, you'll be better off for it. So um, thank you, Brother Chippy, if yeah. you are listening to this. Thanks, Chip. Now, Lukey. Timo. Lukey, here we go. How, how do we podcast? Yeah. <laughs> we have had a fair bit of, um, well, that research we did uh, with our members, our listeners, a few months ago now, not a few months ago, last month. Mm-hmm. Um, podcasting is right up there as people wanting to know more. Um, it's, just, it's just a ridiculously untapped communication channel for business. It's, it's that simple. Yeah, look, it's um, one of the. I think it was Sterling from Internet Business Mastery, which is a, a, yeah. a, another podcast. Um, really, sort of tapped into the fact that, that iTunes is is a fairly big search engine, and people people are using iTunes to, to look for content. Um, yep. And really, certainly certainly compared to the web and websites, iTunes is, is far from saturated with um, with your competitors, un- unlike uh, I guess the normal day-to-day web so if you are considering podcasting um, I-, I think it's 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 still early days for podcasting and it's a great time to be jumping on and look you know, it, the, the hardest thing is um, consistency and, uh, and coming up with good content um, Well let's talk about that so basically what we want to share with our listeners here right now is why we podcast 
and then we get stuck into the How We podcast, yeah? Yeah. So, and so clearly, why is a untapped communication channel? No doubt about it. Um, I still reckon if you walked out onto the street and went up to 10 people and said, do you know what a podcast is? I reckon eight would say no. Yeah, 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 probably. Yeah, it's, it'd be more than. Dep- it'd be more de- than depending on the age. Group, yeah, I reckon. Yeah, I'm still surprised though. Um, and then to actually meet another podcaster, well, that's unheard of. <laughs> that's unheard of. <laughs> you know, you, you just don't even go there. You'd be like finding a needle in a haystack. So it's an untapped communication channel, and I, and I guess um, from from our point of view. Um, we saw it as something that we'd like to do to grow our business, and it's been, it's it's enabled us to generate a large audience, a large global audience, and um, I would say relatively quickly. Although um, it wouldn't, it's not as quickly as people might think. I mean, like all good things, it takes time to build. Yeah, but, but, we've, but, we've, but, we've been doing this for two years. Yeah. Um, so it's certainly it has been. Look, it's been a fairly significant investment in in terms of time on both uh, our behalves. Yeah. Um, and um, it has it, it's been certainly been a long road, but it, it's uh, probably in the last twelve months it's been starting to pay off. Yeah, and and I tell you, listeners, um, and this is ego driven, but it is great to get emails and tweets and writings on our Facebook Facebook wall um, and just just feedback. I change reviews. That is gold, you know. Like, and it's obviously it's great when you get the good stuff, and most of the stuff that we do get is good, uh, or it's or it's questions. Um, but it's just great because basically it means people are listening. I mean, you know, here we are sitting. You're sitting in the bunker. I'm sitting in my office waiting for the train to leave the station. Haven't heard it yet. Um, <laughs> um, but um, you know, it's it's just really it's good stuff. Yeah, it's good stuff for you. And look, it just doesn't have to. Obviously, um, as most regulars, regular listeners will realise, it's not. Um, it's just not. It's not just about Timo and I talking to each other every episode. Um, if it was, if it was that format, I think this would have ended a long time ago. Ooh. <laughs> no, no, not not because of our relationship. No, no, don't, don't, no, don't attract. No, don't attract. I, I just mean that we certainly wouldn't have been in the top ten in in iTunes fairly regularly. And um, that's good. How good's that? I mean, let's face it, you know, you speak to... Um, I've got a mate who's in the public eye and he'll tell you he never looks at, uh, never looks at his um, ratings or whatever, but it's fun. You know, it's fun to go to iTunes and see how you're ranking and see that... And what I love about ours is that generally we're up there number one, two or three alongside Harvard Business Review and the Australian Stock Exchange and, and Sky News. I think that's hilarious. Yeah. I think, you know? I think that the, certainly I've found the great thing... Um, for me, has been just talking to really interesting people doing uh, doing fun and interesting and, and novel um, marketing in their business. Um, oh, so, yeah. so it's really been it's really been a massive learning experience um, for me, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it has for you too, Timo. Massive, and and I was going to say another reason why we do it is because from day one we realised that there is a hell of a lot of people out there who have great stories to tell. Now, you know, let's, there's no doubt about it, you and I love having a bit of a jabber, but it's when we get those guests on and, uh, and they share their stories about how they go around about marketing their business, that's where the gold is, and that's what I, I love. 
I think we both love it when we sort of sit back and we're sitting there listening to other people's stories. And that's what it's all about. Story is one of the great marketing communication strategies. Mm. In fact, I, was, I, I, I digress, but I was in a meeting this morning um, and it was one of those meetings where I actually it was a new business meeting. I really wanted to get the business. I thought you were going to give up on meetings this year. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> What happened? Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I, I, forgot, I forgot about that. I, yeah, you, you, sometimes people want to see you and make sure you're real. And um, I just, I, I was, the start of the meeting was just a little bit tight and uncomfortable. And I thought, you know what, I'll tell a couple of stories. And I told a couple of stories and it just changed the whole energy in the room. Uh, and that's what I love about podcasting. Basically, you get people on and get them to tell stories. And it's such a, it, it just creates such a great energy and, and great content for, people, for us to learn and let's face it lukey the other reason we do it because we want to earn money this is true you know <clears throat> you, you pause then did you did you, did you, did you choke on your latte did no, you my, my macbook had gone to sleep and i was worried that i was gonna lose you so. oh you'll never yeah. lose me lukey you know i love you like a sister <laughs> um but we, it's about making money and that Guys, if you think you're going to start podcasting and start making money immediately, then um, either you're delusional uh, or you know something that we don't. Um, And there's no holes barred here. Um, If you go back and listen to our shows, we've tried um, very... And we will continue to try and test various things that um, can pay for the time that we invest and allow us to make a profit from podcasting because it's what we want to do. You know, it's something we love doing and what started off as a hobby is now something that, you know, if it can pay for itself, then we will continue to do it for as long as, you know, we continue to think we're giving value. Mm. Um, And so, you know, we do it to make money. Some things get traction, some things don't, but um, that's the beautiful thing. You can test things um, and there's very little downside, you know. And we, 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 we're now at a point where we do know what our listeners want and we'll slowly over the course of the coming weeks and months be able to roll uh, offers out that really um, are going to add value to their marketing lives. Indeed. So there you go. Anyway, enough of us being on about how good podcasting is. Let's talk, yeah. about, let's, let's talk about our process, Timbo. Yeah, okay. Okay, so process. First of all, um, clearly... Um, we were lucky enough in the very early days, and we've spoken about this before, um, that we had access to a state-of-the-art studio to podcast in. Mm. Um, and when we say state-of-the-art, we mean one of the better studios in the country to podcast in, um, which was great. And that really basically allowed us to just walk in and start talking and start doing interviews. Yeah. Now, it, it, it also it, it was also fairly impressive when we would invite uh, our guests along Timbo. Yeah, absolutely. They would be walking into a, a fairly big um, studio that's part of one of the larger radio, radio networks. networks in Australia. So yeah, yeah, and that's great, and that continues to happen. But very early on, the the guy who was helping us with some ideas around the podcast, Sammy, who you've heard us mention, he gave us the idea of actually going back, listening to the show, and interrupting the interview every now and then um, in a sort of second round of of production. And we don't do that in the studio. We do that wherever we can. My house, your house, my office, wherever we can get um, access to some quiet space. And um, so it wasn't all done out of a fancy studio. Um, and hopefully, 
hopefully this this interview or this chat you and I are having today will even go further and prove that, you know, well, clearly you don't need a fancy studio. We, we're literally sitting here in front of our Macs, uh, headphones on and Skyping it up using using Skype call recorder to do that, So, which we'll touch on in a minute. But, you know, the, the point is... Um, we, we've done it out of studio. We continue to do it out of a studio, um, but then we do the other half of our shows from various other locations. And so, great thing about podcasting—you can do it from anywhere, Lukey. Mm. Tell us about the mic setup, Lukey. What you're the techo? You're the techo here. So, uh, what are you packing there, mate? What are you packing? Oh, look, I've. I've um... That, that was me taking the cover off my microphone <laughs> so I could actually see the brand name. I don't know if I'm using a Samson USB microphone which plugs straight into um, straight into my Mac. Yep. Um, I usually, well, we usually use GarageBand on Mac to record, but there is there's certainly uh, plenty of free software out there. There's um, Audacity, which is um, an open source free application that you can use yep. to record a podcast. Um, GarageBand, we've, as you probably heard with uh, with previous episodes, we do have little stingers that we drop in. They were just little audio grabs that um, were included in in um, little garage, sound effects. Sound effects, including GarageBand. Um, yep. There is uh, a few other bits and pieces that we use. Um, we use a little application called Levelator that um, one of our listeners kindly recommended to us after because the, 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 because we're because we're one recording in a studio and then two coming back and doing the drop-ins and even sometimes three we're dropping in other bits and pieces like you know like Chip for example which was on a, mm-hmm. a separate recording. Sometimes, given that um, that we're not uh, audio professionals, it's pretty hard to get the levels right. So yeah. this little yeah. um, application called Levelator, you just drop drop the uh, audio file in there and it tries to level out uh, all yeah. the volume. So um, when you've got your earphones in and you're at the gym, um, we don't blast you away or, or scare the crap out of you with um, with different levels. And, and unfortunately, yes, we still manage to, um, to, to stuff that <laughs> up, but um, we hope we haven't deafened too many of you. Now... So we've talked about the mic there, and you've touched on some of the software. Now, here's the thing, listeners. You don't have to go and buy a mic, although, mind you, they're really cheap, uh, and that's a, that's a pretty good mic you've got. USB plugs straight into your computer. But here's some other things that you could use. There is a ripper application, Lukey, on for iPhone called iTalk. Um, I think it might be four bucks. Or it might be more. I can't remember. It was like it was one of the expensive apps, you know. Um, wasn't ninety nine cents, but very very high quality um, recorder uh, audio recording application called iTalk. Um, we've also got a Zoom, a little handheld microphone. Looks like a microphone. Oh, sort of looks like a square microphone if you like. Got a few buttons on it. One channel, two channel, four channel, um, and the interview we did with Guru Bob in the last episode that was done on a Zoom, um, and they are fantastic. They're like I think you can get you can pick a Zoom H1 up for about 150 bucks through to a more fancy one for about 500 bucks, but that is a great portable setup. The interview I did with um, Edward De Bono was done on the Zoom where I ran that's when I ran back to the car and grabbed it out of the boot and ran back and just set it up in front of him and was completely out of breath and that interview went nowhere anyway but uh, worth a listen um, 
And then there's Skype call recorder, which is what we're using. Is that how much is that? that is that free or is it like twenty oh, bucks or something? It's like twenty bucks or something. So yeah, really, really cheap. I de- certainly definitely recommend um, using Skype and call recorder over trying to record um, a telephone conversation. Um, yep. I've certainly heard other pod- podcasts do it, and it just the, the quality um, is often pretty average. Yeah, it is. It is, and and the thing you've got to be aware of, and I, as we admit, we we haven't quite. I don't think we've got our audio production values nailed just yet. But there's some worse off than us out there. And what you notice is there's one in particular. I won't mention the name of the show, but I love what this guy's got to say. But the problem is that it actually. Um, uh, when you're driving, particularly in listening to a podcast, not only are you competing with general ambient noise, but you're competing with road noise. So if your noise quality is poor to start with, then you're competing with road noise. You're just not going to be heard. And a lot of people listen to podcasts in the car. So um, the, Was that the train I heard in the background? That was. That was, it could have been a combination of a, a door uh, and my beautiful wife ringing me at the same time. And I was tempted to pick it up just to keep the live nature of the show happening. Um, and, in fact, one of my boys is going to be calling in a minute, so we might just keep it rolling, Lugie, because <laughs> uh, I've got to pick him up from the bus stop. Um, now, listen, so that is, that's Mike's setup, studio at home. We've talked about Garage Band Audacity. We'll put links to the show notes, listeners, yeah. in the it, so you can actually get, a, um, get links and check out everything we're talking about. Um, you might want to talk show notes, Lukey. Um, mate, if we just go go back a step, yeah. though, um, there yes. are look there are a couple, a couple of things um, that you need to do to get your podcast onto iTunes. Now, I certainly recommend that you have a website. Um, fairly easy these days to set up a, a WordPress website. Um, if you go to howtomakewebsites.net, um, there's a little guide there from me that shows you how to set up a website. So we use we use WordPress, um, and the main plugin that we use uh, to basically set up our podcast feed uh, is called Podcast Plugin by TGS. Uh, there is another one called PodPress, which um, I think you're using on with your new lover, Timbo. I am. I am. Um, that's a good one too. Look, if you don't want to go to the trouble of setting up a website, there's um, there's a pretty pretty cool service called Libsyn. L i b s y n dot com. Um, it is a little bit on the pricey side, I think, to get started. Mm. It's around about 20 bucks a month. Yeah. Um, uh, but, yeah, WordPress is free. Um, the, the podcasting plugin's free. Uh, we certainly started in the early days, Timbo, just uploading our podcast to uh, our own WordPress website um, where it was hosted. Um, when we started to get uh, a fair bit more traffic, uh, and we, we certainly do these days, uh, we then actually started hosting the the audio files on um, on a file hosting service by Amazon. It's called Amazon S3. Um, it's probably getting a little bit advanced. You certainly don't need to do that uh, at the start, um, but I would. Uh, it's certainly if you're in it for the long haul, uh, look at using Amazon S3 because basically they can. They can serve up your files really quickly. Um, it can deal with lots and lots of connections. Um, and at the moment, and now we're getting around about 20,000 downloads a month, so we certainly need uh, a bit more of an industrial platform to serve up the audio files. Exactly right. Mm-hmm. Heavy-duty stuff. Heavy-duty stuff. And- 
Yeah, so and that's the thing. So you're, once you've created the show, and in fact, there's a couple of steps we did miss, but we're not doing this in order. We're just giving a rounded view of how we podcast. But it does have to live somewhere. Your file, your MP3 file, has to live somewhere, and it doesn't live on iTunes. iTunes don't hold any data, um, so it has to live on your website. That's where people will download it, or either listen to it from. Or download it from. Um, we obviously have a mix. I mean, our listeners will have either listened, will either found us on iTunes or found us through some. You know, we, we rank pretty well for small business and small business marketing on Google, so they may well be finding us through the search engines um, or word of mouth. So, um, in, important to know that that is how um, the file upload works. That it lives on the website that you create. One thing we didn't touch on, Lukey, and I'm having such great success putting this together for um, this new podcast. Podcasts that I've got coming out with James is that um, you've got to do an intro and outro. You know, you want this to look professional. Think about the radio shows that you may listen to on commercial radio or talkback radio. Um, and likewise, a TV show, they've always got an intro and an outro. And the intro is. Yes, Timbo, now our listeners might think that would be an expensive thing to do. I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I'm glad you asked. So. Basically, an intro you need. Let's intro introduction. Um, you know, like um, we have the beautiful what's her name? Erin Advantage. Oh, the lovely Erin does our intro on our show. Well, basically, you need to write a script. You need someone to record that script and probably tart it up with a bit of um, a few sound effects, a bit of a music track underneath, all that type of stuff. Now, I've just done this for the new show with James, and it was so much fun. This is what I did. I wrote the script, okay? You don't have to be a writer. You just have to sort of welcome people. You know, welcome to another episode of blah, blah. Sit back, enjoy the ride. This is what we're going to talk about. Um, Whatever you want to say in that intro that's going to appear at the start of every single show that you do. Um, I wrote the intro. I went to Fiverr. Good old Fiverr, Lukey. You love it. I love it. It is addictive. So I go to Fiverr.com, that's F-I-V-E-R-R.com, where people do things for five bucks. I find a voiceover, and there's lots of voiceovers on there. I get, I, I choose three. I actually chose three different people. So I'm spending up big here, Lukey, $15. <laughs> $15, and I've had three different people do me. In the end, they, each of them averaged about four reads each. Wow. So I get my reads back. I go... That's the one I like. I love that one. I then go back onto Fiverr and I find someone who's willing to produce an intro to a, to a podcast or a radio show uh, or they're willing to produce a radio ad. They're the type of people you're looking for. Yep. So I find this guy and I buy, you know, five bucks. I buy uh, the ability for him to take the voiceover that I've got recorded and lay some sound effects and a music bed behind it. It comes back to me within about, it was a few hours. And it sounds like uh, something you would hear on, on commercial radio. It is red hot. It is red hot. I'll um, look forward to hearing that one, Timo. Yeah, yeah. So um, if I hadn't have gone and got three voiceovers and just got the one, that whole process would have cost me 10 bucks to get the intro and, and an outro, by the way, not just an intro and an outro. That's included in the, in the 10 bucks. I have subsequently said to this guy who put together the sound effects and the music bed and, and sent me the finished MP3 file of the intro and the outro, I've said to him through the Fiverr message board, 
well, how about you become the producer of this new podcast that I'm putting together where, I'll, you know, you've got the intro and outro, I'll send you the interview, I want you to listen to the interview, put a few little sound effects in where you think appropriate, make sure the levels are all okay, everything's tickety-boo, and send me back the file ready for upload. Nice. Five bucks, Lukey. Five bucks a show. Five bucks a show. Can, can he do ours? <laughs> <laughs> No, no, we've got someone much better than him for that. <laughs> yeah, me. Yeah, correct. So, you know, this is another thing, another barrier I want to, we want to break down with listeners who are thinking of podcasting. You've just got to do it and you've just got to get out there. And, you know, when you've got websites like Fiverr, um, you know, the downside, there's no downside. Yeah. You just, and, if it, and if you don't get it right, then go and do it again, you know. Yeah, and and um, as as by the sounds of it, you're doing Timbo this time round. You, you you're essentially automating it, automating parts of it before you even begin. So that that makes it even easier on yourself. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, um, and then you know you can, we can go back into Fiverr. We might want to get ads created down the track and have a bit of. It's just worth. It's just a bit of, a bit of fun. So so far we have got a fair bit happening there, Lukey. The last key. Well, there's a couple of. Um, things we have to um, actually, I've got to take this call. Uh, my little fella's ringing. Do you want to just hold on? Sure. Now, um, so a couple of things. Um, you do have to have the website, you've got to upload it to there, write some show notes. What's going to happen now once we finish this interview, um, but with this conversation with you and I, you're going to go away, put the show together, um, you know intro, outro, drop in the interview, make sure the levels are all okay, save it as an MP3, um, upload it to our website, and I'm going to go away and write the show notes and create all the links, put all the links to the things that we've talked about so the listeners can go back and have a look at, you know, what were they talking about when they mentioned Skype Call Recorder or Audacity. You can find them at our website. Yep. Um, We're going to get transcripts done of the show. So we get a transcript done of every show, and that means um, people can download it and read it instead of listen to it. But it's also great for search engine optimization. We'll put a pic. We'll put a picture or two, Lukey. I reckon I'd love a picture of your bunker. <laughs> That's the, that'll be the picture for the show. Better time, right? Yeah. Oh no, not from outside, not inside. <laughs> really? Even worse. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. Even worse. Yeah. It's like yeah, if you can no. do a podcast from there. You can do it from anywhere. The blue board's up, and I haven't rendered yet. So anyway. <laughs> Great. Uh, just on transcriptions, we have in the past used the transcription people, who Australian company who've been very kind to us and transcribed a lot of our podcasts. But, Timbo, you actually found someone on Elance, was it? Yeah, no, no, someone actually, just a VA that I met um, at a workshop that I was at. Virtual, um, virtual assistant. A virtual assistant put me in touch with a crowd that I can't think the name of. So I'll put that link in the show notes too, but basically 25 bucks per audio hour um, you can get things transcribed for, uh, um, back in, sent back as a Word document. There is another service for our US listeners. It's called Mechanical Turk, and it's actually a, it's a service by Amazon, um, and basically it allows you to crowdsource uh, things like, obviously, audio transcriptions, and that's pretty cheap as well. Great name. Yeah, <laughs> mechanical Turk. Yeah. How does that work? Yeah, unfortunately, we can't use it here in Australia. It's it's limited to uh, US only. So I think mm. US and Canada anyway. 
So, mate, really, and then and then getting it on iTunes. What 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 have you got to do to get it on iTunes, Logie? Well, that that's where essentially when we as soon as we post to our website, um, iTunes uh, because because we've told iTunes where our podcast lives, which is essentially on our website. Mm-hmm. As soon as we've updated our website, um, iTunes sees that usually takes. Between one to three hours for iTunes to update, and that just updates automatically. We don't have to notify iTunes. Um, mm. One of the main things that, we, that we've both been disappointed with, Timbo, is the, the lack of um, statistics around iTunes. Yeah, they slack those people at Apple. Yeah, look, it's um, obviously for them podcasting doesn't pay, so they don't really. They don't really. Mm. You know, I hope they're not listening to this. To this. <laughs> Um, oh, well, we have been... Thanks to the hard-working people at iTunes. We love you. Um, well, we've been on their staff favourites list a couple of times, but um, maybe not as of this show. Yeah. Well, look, I, I, certainly um, something I wish we'd done in the early days is use a service called FeedBurner. Mm-hmm. Um, look, it's starting to sound a bit complicated, but... Yeah, you're getting... You're geeking me out. Yeah, well, the, right. the, the, way, the way that we currently measure um, the amount of downloads that we get is basically with, with the service, with Amazon's um, file hosting service, we, we get a traffic report. So we know how much or how many um, episodes have been downloaded because mm-hmm. they're all basically around about um, 20 to 30 megabyte each, Um on average, uh, so we we do the we do the sums that way. Um, it's not an exact science, but uh, it, it certainly gives us an indication that way. And the other thing we do with our show notes is we put a couple of things in. We allow people to retweet um, the episode, and there's a little button that we use within WordPress that allows us to do that. We have a little Facebook like button or a Luke button, as it has previously been known, Lee. Yeah. Um, and we always put in the duration of the show because people like to know how long they are going to be listening for. And really, oh, that's it, mate. There's, there's other stuff you can do, which we don't do yet, but, you know, there are, there are other podcast directories besides iTunes. There are other ways of getting it out there. Um, but that's kind of secondary stuff. And, in fact, when we get the podcast answer man on, um, he's probably going to refute everything we've said about how we do it <laughs> and go, guys, you guys, you live in the backwaters of Australia. You don't know what you're doing. <laughs> I don't think it talks like that. Yeah, I, I look forward to that episode. I'm sure you and I will learn a thing or two, Timbo. Anyway. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. We, we actually weren't going to do this episode because... We knew we've got Cliff coming on in a few weeks' time, but I think given that it's a fairly, it's a topic of high interest, um, and there is more than one way of doing it, then it's good to show how the two heathens in you and I do it, mm. and then and then get old Cliffy on to um, to talk about it in a much more professional uh, uh, way, Luke. Indeed, indeed, <clears throat> indeedly, doodly. Indeedly, doodly. So, mate, mate, that is it. I reckon that's enough. I'm trying to think if there's any other things we we haven't covered where people are going, oh, but tell us about that or this or this. But you know what? It ain't that complicated. It's it's not. It, bits and pieces might uh, sound complicated, but the hardest thing, as with many things in life, Timbo, is just getting started, and and that's about identifying, essentially identifying your niche. You know, identify your audience. Yep. Who do you want to appeal to? What's the what's the general topic that you want to attack? And and um, you know, go and have a go and have a look at iTunes and look at all the yep. different subsections on there, and um, obviously look at what you're passionate about and what what you want to not not just what you're an expert about, but what you want to learn more about. I know um, yep. one. Of our previous guests, Dave Jennings, has um, 
has made uh, made a big thing of interviewing a lot of the internet marketing gurus over the last couple of years, yep. and uh, and he's got a great. Um, a great bank of, of podcasts with all these very learned internet marketers. So um, you know, it's not it's not it's not necessarily about what you want to know. It really can be a fact finding mission about and, and learning what you want to know. A bit like what you're going to do, Timbo, with your new podcast initiative. That is James. absolutely right. I'm the little guy in the corner with a million questions, and James is the big fella out there making a million dollars. And I've got all the questions, you know. And that's that's the premise of the show. And um, I think it makes for a great premise curiosity is a great interview strategy you know just ask the questions that are on your mind because i bet they'll be on the mind of your listeners as well um and and just remember i had i remember a tweet coming through a few weeks ago from someone saying you know how do you guys make it so conversational our show and and clearly it helps if you're mates um if you are going to do a show with a co-host um, it, it does help if, you, if you've got a mate and you do it with them. But if you don't, then that's okay. Um, you just need to figure out another way of, of getting the information across that is, um, that's engaging, you know. At the end of the day, just think about your audience and that you're talking to them. Now, Lucas, my young boy Jack has called and I missed the call. So he'll be standing at the bus stop, the poor little fellow, with a heavy bag. In that um, case, Timbo, we better let you go. I love this story. This is unrelated to anything we spoke about, but my, one of my boys started um, uh, secondary school, and I said, you know, oh, I said, geez, your bag's pretty heavy, mate, you Willie. I said, you know, big, heavy bag for a big fella going into year seven. And he said, yeah, you know, last year it was a tennis ball and a lunchbox, and this year he's got every book under the sun. <laughs> Isn't that great? Wouldn't you love to go back to the tennis ball and the lunchbox in your bag? Now, oh. I hope you're starting a chiropractor's fun, Timbo. Yeah, well, tell me about it. I'm starting at every fund. Listeners, just donate, please. Just send money, that's all. We don't have any product for you. Just send. What's your PayPal account? Yeah, exactly right. Now, Lukey, that is all. That I reckon uh, there's a bit of info there to go on with. So um, can you go and edit that and get it up, please? Yeah, no worries. And you can do the show notes, Timbo. Love your work. Cheers. Thanks, guys. See ya. See ya. You've just come that little bit closer to getting your business booming thanks to the Small Business Big Marketing Show with Tim Reed and Luke Moulton. Please keep in mind that the information, opinions and ideas expressed in this show are those of the hosts and interviewees and theirs alone, and they don't necessarily reflect those of their past, current or future employers.